Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Organic Poison Podcast featuring Xander Blades. Real quick, I just want to tell you guys, in Macomb, Mississippi, on November 6th, there's going to be a concert. It's going to be B.I.B. It's going to be me. It's going to be Parker. It's going to be Eradicate. It's going to be Sire Hayes. It's going to be Major 23, and it's going to be lit. You guys got to pull up. It's $8. It's at the State Theater in Macomb. And... It's going to be badass. It starts at like 6.30. If you found this podcast, chances are you can source back to where you found the podcast and find the flyer for the show. Anyway, uh, if you were interested in supporting this podcast after listening to this episode or any of the other 60-plus episodes we have, uh, you can support this podcast with your hard-earned cold cash. Uh, that's Cash App at Organic Poison, uh, Poison with one O, so that's P-O-I-S-N, uh, on Cash App or PayPal.com slash Shane is O. That's S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O. Yeah, so, or you can just email me at organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com and we can, you know, figure something out. <laughs> you can run an ad on my, uh, on my show here and it'll be fun. You can give me like five bucks and we'll just, I'll just talk about your ad or your divorce or, you know, the last physical altercation you got into in public while drunk or high off a of crystal meth. Um, yeah, so as per usual, this is not a disclaimer. It's just a warning because I don't think we said this ever last night. But do your own research. Anything we talk about on here, we're just talking shit and we're just winging it. So you guys do your own research. <laughs> Google it. Duck, duck, go. Whatever it is you like to do. Uh, smoke meth and look into the clouds and say, Oh, wise one, what are the answers? Where should I? Could you imagine if we got kicked, like if I got my account suspended from Zoom? Because yeah, you keep calling the, the Siri rip off a, a whore. Yeah, that would be crazy. I'm like, I, have get, I, I have to get rid of Zoom. They're, yeah, not even, they're say, owned not by even China. China's listening to me. <laughs> Again, not even the whole, but the whore, like with the hard R on it. Mm. R-E, like, dang, bro, like, why? Dang, dude, you're trying to get me in trouble. He said with the hard R, we're not even two minutes in. <laughs> the, the guests are coming from my neck. <laughs> organic! <laughs> Welcome to Organic Poison. <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah, welcome Alex to Jones is my father. Welcome to Organic Poison Podcast. I'm pretty sure I'll put an intro on this anyway. So, uh, yeah, I'm here today with Alex Fletcher. I don't know why I'm trying to pretend to be formal, but yeah, last That's night it makes, it makes I, will, I will tell the people listening. Last night we did do a podcast on Helian Hideout, which probably by the time you hear this podcast, that one will be out, and that one's got a. Uh, uh, Xander Blades got his co him and his co-host their show, Hillian Hideout. If you haven't heard me talk about it on this show already, well, then that means this is probably your first episode because I've been talking about him for a while. Anyway, thank you for showing up, Xander. Welcome back, my brother. Hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm not your brother. <laughs> well, the top. <laughs> White. Black. <laughs> we are not the same. <laughs> Oh my god. So shooting your house. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so this is not a topic that I had uh written down or anything, but I do want to ask you, did you see anything about Kim Kardashian being on the uh Saturday Night Live? Yo, I saw people talking about it and that was roughly it. Um oh old, old boy off of uh flagrant or whatever. Schultz. Yeah, and Yeah, yeah, he was talking about it. Yeah, I guess people saying that she did like a pretty good job on it. But they said that she more than likely had her jokes written for. Her. Oh, dude, undoubtedly, undoubtedly. But people were just saying that mainly she was just making fun of herself, and I was like, "Yeah, that's probably the best way to go about it." Everybody kind of like hates you just to hate you, so. Yeah, well, she definitely uh, made fun of herself a good bit on it, but dude, she's so fucking hot, man. Still, really. Dude. Isn't this kind of like with the Megan Fox situation? Like, are we not over it yet? No, dude. We we've been talking about Kim Kardashian since we stopped talking about Megan Fox. I mean, all right. See, my my <laughs> thing my thing about Kim Kardashian is this: she was hot when it was just her, and now that everybody kind of like tries to copy her look, dude. But she, it ain't it ain't the, there no more. Like, <laughs> she is the prototype. The prototype. Yes, the, I'm pretty sure there there are other Armenian the, women out there. Uh, of course, of course. It's not like she's the first like good looking person on the planet, but I'm just saying she is yeah, like she yeah. is specimen one, patient patient <laughs> zero. <laughs> I mean, it, but and it's not just the I'm first not, spot. <laughs> I'm not just saying that, but they also brought out like a bunch of other stars throughout the episode, like because it's Kim Kardashian, and they know that that's going to be like one of the biggest episodes of the season. But they had Chris Rock back on there. They had Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy, uh, John Cena, and like all these people are like in one scene, and they've got people in the other episode. I mean, other parts of the episode. Is Kel back? Blake Griffin. Did they bring the, the Keenan bring Kel up there and talk about having the Keenan and Kel reunion? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, because I haven't seen the whole thing, I just have it playing in the background right now as well. But, um. Yeah, it's funny. Chris Rock actually just mentioned and the clip that I, the, the scene that I'm watching right now, I watched on Instagram the other night, but, uh, it was pretty funny because she goes down all the accolades that these guys have. It's like a bachelorette thing because she's just recently divorced. So she's on a bachelorette thing mm. or she's mm. still getting divorced. <laughs> and Amy Schumer comes out on there and she talks about her coochie to no surprise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Has she not learned that like people don't like her because of that? <laughs> I mean, apparently they don't like her for a lot of reasons, but I think that's one of the that's the main, like they, that's the main reason people don't like her is because she's she is the stereotype. Apparently, apparently she steals jokes or something. Yeah, I did hear about that too. 
I don't remember where I heard that. Mm-hmm. But you did just mention Schultz. Schultz might have said that because <laughs> I probably, listened, I listened probably to him did. a good bit. Have you ever listened to any of his episodes on Joe Rogan? <laughs> Joe Rogan. We we love Joe Rogan, bro. We we because he's just the best, and like everything he says is completely unbiased. Yeah, it's like the Bible. Yeah. I, I can't I can't have no arguments against the man because it's like, you know, he, he's a father figure for me because I feel like <laughs> <laughs> because because even though I have a father, <laughs> it's like because even though I have a father and he's Italian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, parasocial relationships, y'all. This is this is what it's all about. But um, but no, like I haven't seen I've seen a few episodes with uh, Schultz on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not not completely, like not all the way through. I used to kind of watch a little bit of Joe Rogan, maybe at the beginning of like last year. Then I kind of like just fell off of it. I listened to him pretty hardcore up until like when uh like last year, like when all, everything started going crazy last year. Yeah, I started listening to a lot of other stuff too. Like I I've watched so many news clips over the past like two years. And like live streams and all these different, all this different shit. And I feel like I've learned about a whole new culture of people that like exist outside of like normal society. I'm not just talking, I'm not just talking about QAnon because I know that's where you're about to go. <laughs> what was it? I was, I was going to ask you about the opposite of QAnon. You're talking about the Twitter space or what? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little bit of that. It's like, it could just also be that the, like everybody, everything is so like politics tum- is inclusive to everything. Like Tumblr rejects. <laughs> politics has found its way into almost every facet of society. Last year, I mean, like the word the word politics literally can be applied to pretty much any sort of situation that breeds debate. Sure. So I mean, that's why people say that's politics, even when technically it isn't politics. But yeah, just I guess the the spirit of it is kind of um, ingrained itself in the side of every single uh, facet of like American culture at this point. Yeah. Annoyingly so. You're right. I mean, I'm just thinking like it probably has to do with the fact that we went into more more or less lockdown and we had entertainment, but every form of entertainment stopped being produced. Like there was nothing to interest us. People weren't out causing drama. I mean, they were, but it was all politically motivated. Like it wasn't like we didn't give a fuck about celebrities for like a whole year. Yeah, we can see. I mean, like you can't like uh, I'll give you an example. It was um. You know, these people flipping out on planes and stuff, right? There was a, like, it seems like it's a daily event now or something. Yeah. But, uh, there was this guy who flipped out on the plane and, you know, at this point, I'm not even too sure what people just do. I think it's one of those things where they know that a bunch of people are doing it or they think that a bunch of people are doing it because the news says that a bunch of people are doing it. So some people go on this plane. It's like, I'm act up. <laughs> but dude, <laughs> like that's, that's on a subconscious level. They just, why not? It has become that. In like every facet of everything, though. Yeah. Like people, like I'm not gonna, I'm like people acting an ass about wearing a mask in a plane. You know, the first couple of times you saw that, you know, going viral because it was a thing at first. But like you said, it's like happens all the time now. I'm sure. But like, or people just don't give a fuck because they're acclimated. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? people are like, it's not a big deal. I'm putting on a fucking mask to fly wherever I gotta go. Yeah, because see, it's, well, like the dude who did it, this man started like flipping off, and then he was, <laughs> he started growling. And just like really, he's like doing all this carrying on, and then like in between his rants, he was just like Biden, 
didn't say, didn't put any context or nothing. Homie just said Biden, and I was like, yo, all right. See, but it's like it, it nothing to do with anything, but you just throw out either Biden or Trump. Yeah. And then, and I guess that just speaks for the whole situation of what the dude's probably trying to do, which is, well, one like, of them, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like cape for my team right quick. That's exactly. What there would be the one guy who would be losing his shit like that because they're making him put on a mask and he doesn't want to. So he's getting kicked off a plane. And then there's the guy who is doing that to someone who's not wearing a mask and yeah. he's going, ah, put on the fucking mask, you know, just my 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 cousin died yeah i know a guy on facebook whose granddad died he was 97 and didn't even have covid he had kissed put on the goddamn mask put on the mask and then everybody in the plane goes yeah 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 because because this is the high horse you know like it, it seems it seems like we should all be on that person's side because it seems like it makes sense but you because know, it's like, the, because it's the right thing to do, and yeah. obviously the quote unquote the mask is just an example. I'm not saying yeah. that's the only thing in the world that that's done about, but that's the people being consumed with like, I you know what's crazy is I feel like for the longest time we used to always say shit like they're brainwashing us, man, or they want us to just keep fighting each other so we won't fight against them. You know what I'm saying? I, I used to say that shit all the time as a teenager. I mean, and now just, uh, I feel like that's literally very uh overtly happening in front of us well i mean i think it always kind of to me it's not so much brainwashing as what you call social engineering or yeah just throwing out stuff to see what sticks with the wall and you know people if people are dumb enough to follow then they are and if they're not well then okay and that's kind of how things are going now but a lot of it's just people themselves like it's just human nature to kind of get stupid like i was watching this video the other day of what stupidity means it doesn't mean that you have like a social or like a a learning disability like anybody can be dumb like real talk you don't have to be you know mentally or emotionally disturbed to do that as a matter of fact like a lot of humans are dumb meaning like naive or easily emotionally manipulated and social media has kind of brought in this uh this core of people who don't really know how to handle their emotions that well and that's it you know, you know, they'll start trip, they'll start bugging out about nothing, which is crazy. Which is crazy. I mean, and I'm not saying that those people are crazy. I'm just saying, how do you get? How do people become that? How has there become so many people like that? It's not like that used to be like there was that one person that you'd see occasionally. You would never see somebody like that in person. It's like now, if you hang, oh, out- I've met a few. Like, uh, I mean, when I was a kid, there was, there was uh, this girl in our class that was like that that classic. I don't want to use the damn term, but I guess like Tumblr, SJW, whatever type person. Like uh, she, temper, she was those temper tantrums. Yeah, she, she would, she would say so. We were all like ten, and she would say something that would come across as like really like you, you trying to be a little bit too, I guess, woke for the time. But yeah, I remember like this girl had had a period or something, and and the girl always had something to say. She's like, she's just becoming a woman. Let her be the feminine goddess that she needs to be. I remember just looking at her like, oh, you want to know? I was like 10 years old thinking this, but you're weird. That's why I was kind of thinking to myself, like, your mom, you know, raised you on some some different stuff. And it's cool. Yeah, Yeah, and it's all right to have that sort of thought process. But, you know, you're one of those people that can probably get pretentious about it and possibly look down on people and it become an issue. Yeah. Now that's okay. There's this line where it's like people who back in the cut, may have been able to see like uh people may have been able to use that sort of like thought process they knew after a while okay i'm gonna get bullied 
(laughs) people, the majority of people are not going to be on my side when it comes to this. And you just kind of grow out of it. And that's how it was for, I think, most people. You know, when you're a kid, you throw a tantrum tantrum or you do something silly. You know that after a while, I'm going to have to grow out of this. But with social media, people can get in these weird little clicks and these weird little bubbles. And they're like, oh, I found somebody who has a weird kink. Like, I have a weird kink and it ain't no kink. You're just a pedophile or something. (laughs) (laughs) But then you call it a kink. And then you're like, yeah, man, we're maps. (laughs) Which is also strange, too. I mean, that's another thing. You know, you're joking around about using the kinks thing as like a kind of like an example, I guess. But like, that's weird, too, man. It seems like the whole world has become so much more uh, sexualized. Like oh yeah, definitely. Which I mean, it, I guess if everything else is pol- polarized, why wouldn't we polarize all of that other shit too? Well, because I mean, it's we've always Western culture is is a culture of entertainment. It, I mean, it always has been. Like, there's no other easier way for us to get money in this place than to get famous yeah. or have some sort of entertainment. So or consumerism. Yeah. So when it comes to I mean, and that's just for like normal people. We ain't talking about like the one percent that just like take the money and circulate it and jack off it between right. themselves. The free, but, free market capitalist society. I'm not saying yeah. that's good or bad. I'm just saying that we any that's why they say anybody can get out and get it is because mm-hmm. if you come up with a good enough plan, you can. If you do the, if you do the, if you do those blood sacrifices in the LA parties, <laughs> if you eat them children, yeah, them, them them placenta babies. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I think what it comes down to is just that people have this thing now where they, instead of like actually looking inside themselves and thinking, okay, this is weird. You know, I gotta, I gotta figure myself out. They just jump in with somebody else who has the same opinion as they do and they feel comfortable. They feel comfortable doing the most outlandish stuff. Like there was this video clip I saw the other day where this guy saying, I agree. Quote, he said himself that he agrees with R. Kelly. And he says, I have the same, the same, uh, the appetite. The dude said he had the same appetite that Kelly had. And he was explaining how he had ran, um, I guess, uh, businesses or something on what's that site where like people look for not Zillow or something like that, but it was some, some site where like people meet up or whatever. And he had said, <laughs> he's like, I ended up banging a 17 year old. And I was like, this dude looks like he's in his forties. And a man has said he he got upset about it at first, but he said she had perky breasts, this and that, just getting all real in depth with it. And he said, even after I knew about it, I kept doing it. <laughs> he said he kept doing it because he didn't care. And also, I guess the age of consent, yada, yada, whatever else. Yeah. But he has said, the reason why I did what I did is because, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter. You know, because see, with some girls, hold they on, don't hold care. On. Let's do a hard stop real quick. How old is this guy? Like when I told you this dude like he was in his forties, bro. Oh my God. So he's just out of shape looking dude, man. I, I guess he had money. He said he he used to meet up chicks on like Craigslist and he would like find a way to sleep with him or something. He had said, but the job got him into positions of talking with teenage girls for whatever reason. And he was trying to play it off like that that didn't happen because of him. It just happened. But then he was the same dude who said he had an appetite for a certain sort of woman between the ages of, I guess, you know, the 17 to 22 or something. I'm like, bro, you tripping, tripping. But he explains all of this with no issue. And then he talks about how, uh, how, like how the no parent, conviction at all. 
Yeah, like he didn't care. He had said how how the parent. He said you can tell which ones are, are good to go because if the parents are in the girl's life, well then you can't mess with that. That's the one that you can't deal with. But if the parents don't care and the girl's free, you're good to go. And I was like, dude. Oh my God, just breaking it down. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. But in his mind, he had said what Kelly messed up at is that he had people out there trying to get the girls for him and stuff. He had too many people going in for him. He says, and I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I just kind of like him young or whatever. But the reason why he liked doing it it's because he explains if you, the red pill type crap where it's like you can, you know, you can have fun with them and stuff. You can teach them different stuff and they're not all jaded and blown out and crap. And I said to myself, so it's the power dynamic. And see, I hate, I hate when I hear people like this talk because it's like all that does is give, you know, rationale to some of like the more off key progressive stuff we be hearing sometimes. Yeah. But it's true. It's like dudes like that do exist where he's just essentially sleeping with younger women because it makes him feel more young or something, or because he feels like it's a power dynamic to it or something. But peep, this dude really did get on YouTube and make a video about that. Oh my this God. Is what we're think? at. What do you and people, think? And guess what? I bet that shit is still up. People I bet that shit to is it left and right. still on fucking YouTube too. Yeah. People been reacting to it left and right. And I'm saying to myself, this is the problem with stuff like this. Like people think that, I guess they think because everything's such a, what's the word for it? Um, voyeurism. Everything is so voyeuristic. Like people think about explaining their issues or their problems and yeah. their, their kinks and whatever else. They think it's okay to do that because there's always going to be at least a few people in them comments that will agree with them. You right. see, knowing that validates that opinion. You know, you feel a little bit more emboldened to, 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 to say the stuff that you're saying. Right. Like, bro. The and cops, then, and then it's like it's like whenever people. It, another thing is crazy is like you think about people in public settings that like people need to be be able to be comfortable with who they are and all this other stuff. That's fine. It's like they're like they're thinking to themselves like somebody comes out, you know, then they're like, you know, I'm trans, or somebody comes out and is like I'm gay. It's like, well, be free. You know what I'm saying? You're free to be free to be you. Like that's a cool thing. But then you've got those people who are like, yeah, I like to fuck kids too. Yeah. It's like, whoa, like what then, the yeah. fuck? It's like, <laughs> there's a line there's and, a line they don't cross and then everyone in the room yeah even the all of the people of all spectrums of their sexuality look at these people like yo what the fuck are you saying like what do you, you own but then there'll be there'll be one with him like you know what that is a part of it he's not straight like you know that, that's how they look at it but no like some people they apparently the lgbt people have an issue with that because like and i, I would understand why because I think there's a community of them called, and they call themselves maps. Like, uh, I think like on like Twitter and whatever else, they'll call themselves maps. Like, I think something, something attractive, minor attractive people or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So you, so you're trying to do this thing where you give yourself a definition and they even gave themselves a, a, a flag too. Yeah. And they're like, and they're like, we're not pedophiles or nothing. We just, we're just not afraid to admit to what we like. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, listen. People like you have always existed, right? We get it. It's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's a mental illness, an emotional illness, whatever you what, what may call it. Yeah. But get some help. Like, don't go online and look for a whole bunch of other people to click with, so that y'all can feel good about having child pornography or about essentially maybe getting caught up on Dateline one day. Yeah. You know, 
That's what I'm saying. It's, it's one thing to have the issue inside of you. It's another thing to have the issue and then be like, I'm perfectly okay with this, you know, and let yeah. me come together with other people who are just like me. Well, let's all just swoon over kids. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Because a, then it's like, it's like, what do you guys do? You get together and, and say that. And then it's like, so y'all want to talk about these fine ass kids that we've been <laughs> like, seeing around the neighborhood? Like, and okay, like, it's hard not to, it's hard not to, A, make a joke out of the situ- this, this pedal bear, bro. Pedal bear. <laughs> it, it, it's incredibly difficult not to make a joke out of it, but it's also just incredibly difficult not to just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the thing you know what's crazy is the way that the fucking world has worked lately is the first thing i'm thinking to myself wow i feel like i'm being so aggressive it's like well these guys guys girls whatever i mean okay you're you're having a different conversation when you're talking about the 40 year old dude fucking the 17 year old girl than you are talking about the you know 30 30 year old fucking off a baby you know what i'm saying that's that's two different things yeah 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 like what like, the hell? <laughs> well, that, I'm just saying, like, well, because I mean, it's like yeah, that's it's a like, thing what? too. That's a thing. It's, too. it's like, like how does because apparently there are levels to it. That there are supposedly levels to it. They say I think like the um the pedophilia is I think the one when the person's legit. Like you ever seen the, the meme, the old old meme before memes were even memes? Uh, pedo bear, where it's like yeah. this weird little bear looking dude, and he's like 13 years old, too old. Like that crap. Yeah. Like there, there are people yeah. who are on that level. So that's like the bottom ring of it. <laughs> you know, that's the knife circle of hell. That's as deep as you can go. But then there's some people who end up like you, you can, you, you can kind of see where like a man or a woman can get caught up. You know, this person looks like they're in their twenties or their thirties and the girl be like, yo, I'm 17. But oh, sh- <laughs> oh no, gotta, gotta, gotta check the freaking ID and crap. But yeah, it's like in those sorts of things, you can maybe see, all right, maybe whereas maybe if you're 19 to 20 and the, and the person's 17 or something like right. whatever with that. But homie, if you 40 and you out here banging out girls who are 17 and you know she's 17, and you still going, bro. Yeah. I don't care like what a, the parents say. That's like, taking like the realness, the real, yeah. See, it's just, that's predatorial in general. Oh no, it, it is definitely. Cause he's like, I'm going to keep doing it. Oh my God. Like he got, knows what he's doing. They've got the thing. They've got up right now. They're talking about, I don't know what they're saying, but they're saying that Bill Cosby is, uh, defending R Kelly. Of course he would. Like you he see did. from, from Cosby's <laughs> position, He's probably thinking of it in the sense that everybody counts the dude, everybody's on his behind, yada, 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 the same they were with me. But it's like, bro, like, hey, we saw the, we all saw the VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, like I was too young dude. <laughs> when it came out in the 90s or whatever, but we've all seen something or we've at least heard something of it. So, Bill yeah, he, he was Bill in Cosby, that Bill Cosby getting out of jail is incredible. And he got out of jail openly on a technicality. Like it had, nothing, it's like it had nothing to do with his charges. Well, because I mean, it's like if you ever seen the show BoJack Horseman, it kind of is kind of in that uh, weird stage. But it's one of those things was like they they pulled OJ on it. Like he got arrested not for what everybody wants him to get arrested for. He got arrested for something else, and they couldn't really hold him on that. I'm thinking of something else that happened, but it's kind of like at the end of the day, the proof, I guess that they needed to have, they didn't technically have it. Right. So right. really when they Jeffrey, arrested him, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, you know, killed himself magically while the cameras were off. Yeah. 
and OJ Simpson got to walk free. Yeah. It's like th- shit happens and that certain people just get to go. It's like, Hey, yeah. how about we not see your old ass in here anymore? Yeah. You know, it's like you, it, or if anything, the media didn't have to tell everybody that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You could have just said he's in jail and then left it at that. And if he got out, then just didn't give everybody a piece of information. Cause see what it does is that for all the people who like, Oh yes, we got, we got the we got the dude who was you know sexually abusing women. Now they're gonna look at it and be like, "Well, cancel culture don't mean a damn thing," which yeah. it doesn't, as I said before. But it's like when it should mean something, it does nothing. Yeah, as Bill, I've stated, I think before a few times. Bill Cosby got like literally the treatment of a god. He got a treatment of a poli- of a rich old white politician. Like yeah. he got to go to jail for a little while, cushion up, and his ass got out, and he's good to go. He's not in any trouble no more. Unless I mean, he's in like, trouble, like in, in the court of opinion. Like, I'm pretty sure he won't be writing no books or making no movies or nothing like that. Hey, but then again, I don't know. You know, good <laughs> and damn well, Bill Cosby could pull up to almost any fucking hood in the fucking America, and I'm obviously there's gonna be people there who don't fuck with him. But a lot of people are gonna be like, we don't know nothing about that. We don't give a shit about nothing to do with that. Same thing. R. Kelly could pull up a lot of places too. But the thing is, is you know who'd fuck him up? The men would fuck him up, dude. Yeah. If if R. Kelly showed up to some, I don't know that R. Kelly could pull up, dude. Because there's a, they have been on a campaign on his ass. They had a, like multiple TV shows about him being a fucking sexual predator. So I might be wrong about him being able to pull up. I mean, it's it's a weird position because it's kind of one of those things where it's like once again the proof. It's like you hear a lot of different stuff, and this is kind of where like cancel culture screws itself because. It's people just making accusations about like a lot of different crap. And it's like, well, what all happened? Well, he supposedly paid off families. Well, okay. Why did the family let him do that? And yeah. once again, it's like, well, he was sleeping with girls, but they were willing. So it just, it, it kind of goes back to this thing of man, like he's sick because he's sleeping with a bunch of young women yeah. straight up. But, and he's definitely misusing his power straight up. But at the same time, he is a dude from a time period in which I guarantee if we look back far enough, pretty much anybody who is in any position of, uh, I guess any celebrity can probably attest to probably doing that more than likely. Yeah. I mean, you know, Jeffrey Epstein Island was a place for a reason, bro. Yeah. Like, well, I also think that there's something to take into consideration. Like I base every, all of my opinions off of what I know and how I feel, I guess, but you know, almost all of our grandparents, like a lot of people's grandparents, especially people whose grandparents were in war, they fucking marry like 14 year old girls and shit. Yeah. Like they'd be like 18, 19 years old, 20 years old, 21 years old, marrying 14 year olds and 15 year olds. And it's like, yep, you're coming to live with me in my shack. And, <laughs> and this GI, well, like, I don't, I don't know if it was World War II, because I think that's when society was kind of starting to civilize itself a little bit more. But in the old Western days, like 1800s, probably to like maybe the early 1900s or something like that. And specifically within uh, families of uh, wealth, it happened a lot within wealthy families. Yeah. The, the whole theme of, uh, this is, this is Charlotte. She's 14 years old. Go with this man who's a writer who's like 32 and a scholar. Yeah. That's what they would do. Like most normal people, I guess, if you were like back in America back then, you were probably either, I don't even know if there was a damn middle class. It was probably just middle, poor, and poor. 
<laughs> for everybody, yeah. pretty much across the board. Everyone else is just kind of like, eh, somewhere in between that. I don't think a lot of people are just screwing kids on purpose, but, but it, it's, it was mainly because I think something about people not, I guess the age range. Some people didn't think they were going to live past 40 or whatever, but I think that may be an excuse too. It's just people didn't think about it back then. Yeah, I mean, but it's also, I think that we have somehow at some point, I mean, it really could be something to do with like religious text could have changed that. But like, this is the thing, like they still do it in other countries. Like they'll marry like really young people. And it's like, it's not a big deal because it's normal. Yeah. And it's like, it makes you wonder if like, let, like let's just say that this is like a, uh, we're living some crazy we're living in some kind of crazy simulation. It's like, well, let's just see how they build up their moral system. And it's like, maybe it really is that we created the fact that it's morally right for you to not be fucking kids because yeah. you hear shit about like ancient Egyptians fucking like having boy, you know, like people that come and stay with them <laughs> and fuck them and stuff like, you know, like I don't want to say they're not, I guess servants, but like, little boy prostitutes and shit like that. Like bring me your, your, the, the best seven little boys you have here because they're mine tonight. Yeah. But see, even back then, them dudes were considered to be sick. Like the, the, the twist of the twist was usually something that happened in the wealthy upper echelons. Yeah. And it still kind of happens even now. Yeah. So the, that's kind of just how it is. Is I guess because I, I think we joked about this before, but it's like once people get to a certain amount of power and certain amount of money, I guess just getting a regular nut ain't cool no more. Like I guess you, I yeah. guess you gotta go above and beyond. Uh, like all right, point. well, last night I hit my wife and that's boring now, so I'm gonna go choke out a little Mexican puppy on the street or something and do you, know, you, you said something earlier about it being like uh, a power, like a power yeah. thing. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that does kind of go into it, but it's just it's because you know that you can get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like if you're a dude who's like 50, 60 years old and you have all the money in the world that you need, you already know that the vast majority of people, men and women both, are going to come at you. Like yeah. you're going to be able to get them because you got the cash, you got the money. And especially if you're like attractive enough, like that's just how that, that story goes. But yeah, so I'm, if you're sick. <laughs> if for whatever reason you look at that money, you think to yourself, huh, this everything's boring now. Yeah. So I'll go have sex with a donkey or something. Yeah. Or let it have sex with me. Yeah. Like I I, I don't really quite understand the, the mindset of that, but it happens. And it seems like it happens a lot in those upper echelon groups. So whatever. I wouldn't say more power to them. Yeah. Damn, dude. Have you Okay, this is an odd change of subject, but have you kept up recently with anything? You know, we talked a little bit on the show last night about uh, about um, the chips, the computer chips, and like yeah, yeah, yeah the shortages, yeah, the yeah shortages, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then I was proceeded to tell you about Taiwan, like about how like it's a big deal if we lose Taiwan, you know, blah blah blah, or not if we lose Taiwan, if Taiwan becomes loses us. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to suck for them probably if they lose us as well. But, uh, no, like, okay, so I was saying that. Well, apparently, um, here at some point in August, allegedly, China launched a supersonic rocket around the entire planet Earth and it landed within 24 miles 
of the location they wanted it to land. Like it didn't have any warheads on it or anything. They just shot it around and nobody knew. We didn't know. No, like we didn't even know until within the past week. Like our our country, our people, they told us this morning, but we apparently had no idea that the U.S. had any idea that this rocket was launched. And this is a rocket that is allegedly fitted to shoot. And this is in the news today. It's not like I'm just finding this on some random site. Shoot like, lasers or something. The Pentagon came out and was like, "Hey, uh, we, you know, we found out that they shot that. You know, uh, we have reason to believe that there were missiles that were shot around the entire world, and we never recognized that they were there. So, in other words, our missile defense capabilities don't even pick it up." Which is crazy. Like that's like the first time since we've had that that we've ever had something that was like, oh, we just have no idea that it's going around the the world like that. I mean, I'm going to say something that's probably going to piss some people off, but I mean, like Japan is usually in China and Taiwan and all this stuff. <clears throat> Most Asian countries are usually a hell of a lot more advanced. Like they study twenty four seven, three sixty five, and this isn't even like a racial thing. This ain't even a no, not at all. Like, yeah, like this is reality. That's a fact. Like they usually, I mean, they're making androids and robots and all the kinds of crap over there. So I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, that's just, but it is weird to, I guess, hear about that. But in the same case, you know how many, you know how much other stuff they're probably not telling you. Like, have you ever wondered why, uh, we have documents that come out, what, every 10 to 20 years about major events, like the crap that just came out about 9-11, um, the, the, the JFK reports, the Pandora uh, reports, the freaking, you know, this and that and the third. It's yeah. always something that some big event that happens. And then they don't really release like they only release bits and pieces of that event 10 to 20 years later. I right. guarantee in, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to be hearing more about what really happened for the pandemic outbreak. Like, yeah. Have you actually wonder why they do stuff like that? It tells right. you they have the information. They just don't release it. Yeah, this is the thing. I think, and this is just a, I'm spitballing here. I don't know shit about shit, but welcome to conspiracy corner. China, are they were they were testing? Yeah, dude, my listeners know. They, my listeners, my listeners know I'm full of shit. <laughs> but no, but check this out, dude. Think about it. What's we're gonna find out is we're gonna find out that the U.S. was paying with tax dollar money to study. These viruses, the ones like the corona, these coronaviruses, and see if they could turn it into a weapon in China. They weren't doing. They were only reason they were doing it in China is because they had money and they were had labs there already. And okay, China, so 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 you're saying that it was not the Chinese government's fault. It was actually the American government fault working within the Chinese government. Yes. Oh. And both China and the U.S. don't want anyone else to realize that that's what happened. But the th- China doesn't want to blow the lid on America, and America doesn't want to blow the lid on China because either way, America has the way of getting everyone else in the world. China doesn't want to go to war with America. They don't want to go to war with America, but they might end up having to go to war with America and vice versa. We don't want to go to war with China, but in the same breath, it's like it's a, a dick measuring contest. I'm just saying, for example, obviously with a million and one things. But if right now this pandemic happened and both of them share blame because both of them were aware that this was happening, but neither of them 
would have ever wanted this to happen. So now in, that's why China China's apparently on one of their major uh, news cha- channels or whatever was basically saying that there would be hell to pay if we continued or if the WHO continues to try to look for answers about the the more of the lab leaks and shit like that. They're like, no, we don't want y'all to look into it because in the same, you're going to find out all of the shit and it's going to make us look like we released it. But the American government was paying for this shit to be researched in their labs in our country. It's scientists like that are like, kind of like how they are about space when it comes to space and, uh, the whatever Antarctica, whatever it is down South. It's like, Hey, look, we're not enemies here. We're just all studying the same shit. Like that's kind of how they are with science over in China, in China. There's people from Germany and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it is right now, but, and it's the same thing with space and the same thing when they're doing any kind of like discovery type shit. Like they're like, fuck it. You know, like we don't, we're not stepping on each other. says we have nothing to do with military or, you know, economic strangleholds. Except- yeah, well, I mean, according to, um, a Joe Rogan episode or something with the dude from CNN or whatever, because people keep talking about that. That um, was fucking crazy. Supposedly, the guy from CNN says that, uh, like it wasn't. Well, they're not too sure. He he was like he wasn't too sure if they did it on purpose or it was an accident or whatever. But he says in a lot of cases, what happens is that they'll be fumbling around with something that they've had for a few years now. Because I mean, I think at this point, people know the coronavirus is just a spinoff of SARS, which is just damn near spent off of like i think the common cold or something been right. researching crap like this for i think damn near like 15 20 years now or something but um he'd said that when they screw around with these viruses and you know prick and prod on them that the, the sometimes they have the tendency to you know mess something up or they'll add something to it and it'll create something different so when joe asked him you know do you think they did it on purpose he's like i don't really think so you know, it may very well have just been an accident, but right. it, it could have happened. I mean, it's one of those things, dude. It's like whatever information we get, it's it, it ain't gonna happen probably till like ten years or not. Yeah, but, I mean, that was the reason why I guess I yeah. got off on that tangent, but it was because you were talking about how we're probably you know shit happens. It's crazy when shit happens. Yeah, because because as I was saying, it's like what are you gonna do? Yeah, like after ten to twenty years later, what are you gonna do? Like, oh, I'm mad. It already happened. And the thing is, the thing is, right now is they're like it's always worked for them to just bullshit until people forget about it. Because ultimately, all you got to do is bring something close to what we had before the pandemic, and we'd be Gucci. Yeah, we keep it moving, especially here in America, because entertainment. You know, it's like if we lose all that, that's gonna be the point when people start getting like. People started tripping out about stuff. Yeah, like when people, as long as we got stuff to keep us happy. You when know? we didn't have entertainment, we had ninety thousand people walking in the middle of the streets to defend George Floyd. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We had people who decided they wanted to fucking overthrow the system and fucking rattle the cages outside of the White House at fucking two o'clock in the morning, and then destroy <laughs> Washington D.C. because they couldn't get into the White House. Like. We had all kinds of crazy shit when we didn't have entertainment and when we didn't have our simple, we want to go hang out at Buffalo Wild Wings, get wasted. We, when we didn't have our, we want to go to a fucking football game and, you know, not be perturbed by social justice stuff. Back when we had all that stuff, we were, we were acted accordingly. We did accordingly, but you can't help. You cannot help but to wonder they might not have done 
put this virus out on purpose. But are you familiar with the term can't let a good crisis go to waste? Yeah. That I think, or, or, or if it uh, if it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it's all kind of the same thing of like basically uh, how the media will take something that's probably not as bad as you think it is, and they'll spin it up until it is. Uh, but I mean, it's like we were talking about earlier: it's a lot of division. Everything seems to be about division now. Like piss off this group, piss off the other group, have that group bad at the other group, and then so on and so forth. Keep right. it going. And, but it can, it makes you feel like it's um, to me it makes me feel like it's a part of like a design which I understand that's like conspiracy number one if somebody says that every it's all the plan <laughs> the moon outside <laughs> when it turns upside down you can see that the earth is flat <laughs> let's go Brandon let's go Brandon <laughs> oh my god dude man I, like see you know I, I'll give you an example even with that right. So this country is supposed to be really, really progressive on the outside, right? Sure. Why in the hell does Let's Go Brandy keep popping up on Google? It's like the very first thing. Yeah, and every, every, every fucking clip of a live video, like sporting event anywhere in the country. Yeah. Everybody supposedly, supposedly, and and, and that's kind of the allegedly. That's that's kind of the other part about it. It's like if. If if Google is supposed to be so, you know, woke or whatever, why would they show that far group using that, you know, dog will? So I guess you well, want, if you but, want to call it that. Well, but the thing is, the thing is, though, is it's not just Google like that. That shit is all over Instagram. It's all over Facebook, like people's stories, like they'll show like these. this person posted the other day. And this was like all from one day of these different state like college football stadiums of all thousands and tens of thousands yeah. of people and did these different stadiums screaming, let's go, Brandon, which I mean, that's hilarious that that went viral for what it's yeah. worth. But it's like when you literally just see thousands, literally hundreds of thousands of people in different places, obviously, but and they're screaming that it's like to me. I mean, now we weren't. This wasn't just to put Joe Biden on trial. I'm just saying, like, it's crazy to think that that many. He old, bro. He's old and he's white. No, <laughs> dude, he's and he's a fucking liar. I don't I think. Him. I don't. Yeah, get him, Shane. No. <laughs> I the, I think the thing I don't think that he's doing shit. I think that he's literally just a body. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could have I could have told you that. Well, like yeah. he's he's doing the exact same thing. I think like a lot of other politicians do, but it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, well, at least he isn't running around trying to piss off everybody twenty four seven and trying to like get racial issues and stuff pumping off towards each other. Like that's that's it. That is the, at this point in American politics. That is the best that people can ask for. And it isn't that we even asked for the dude. Cause I remember saying this when he, when he was in the running, I said it could have been anybody else but him. But it, it, of course it has to be Biden. Yeah. Like, of course it has to be him because he's just going to keep the status quo going. Right. And like he's, but at least he won't, you know, fucking flick the, you know, keep the flames going. Right. Like that, I guess that's the only difference. That's what people have to look forward to, I guess. But it's, but see, it's trash. The thing is, is I, he might have not kept the same flames going, but he is definitely, uh, and I, I say him, and I mean that broadly. I mean, his, his, his agenda 
or not agenda, his uh, administration. It's like the way that they've been handled this shit with this COVID fucking vaccine mandates. I don't know if you've heard anything about any of that, but like there's like thousands of people like resigning from their jobs and quitting their jobs or getting fired from their jobs. Like yeah. half of the police force, not half of the police force, but a lot of police force members in cities where they've already had cops quit and leave over the past year. Like now they're about to lose like 15, 20, 30 percent of their force because they're like, fuck you. We're not getting this mandatory vaccine or whatever. And a lot of those people, the only reason they're not getting it is because it's like you have to get it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like it, because that. But what it does, even further to your point earlier, is it just continues to separate people. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, is that if this crap wasn't politically motivated from the jump, you wouldn't have people quitting. It's very like you wouldn't. You would have people just being like, oh, okay, well, I'll take the damn vaccine and go back to work. It's because, see, my personal my personal opinion about it is if you have a job where you have to work with people every single damn day and you have to do this sort of thing, like you have to touch people, do this and that and the third – then, I mean, like, is it really that big of an issue if you're a nurse or something? Right. You know, I get it. But see, if you're just somebody or if you're somebody that's running a restaurant or if you're somebody that's, you know, doing the thing with planes. I mean, if you're an airplane um pilot or, you know, within the airplane transportation area, when sure. you do stuff like this, like, see what happens when you see what happens on airplanes when people don't have a solid foundation. Yeah. When when it's either just half ass, it's, it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know, so it's like, well, this is how you get people arguing about crap. Because right. the, the problem is, is that like the American public is not mature enough there to just make are. a damn decision. Yeah. It's I like mean, I understand that people don't want to hear that, but if you're gonna go off on a plane about Biden or Trump, and it's like, homie, we just we just we're all in this one position. Why you got to do this just to make a silly point? Right. You know, but not I, everything has to be a, a point. I think I think that you find an equal medium when it's the mask, but I think it's also something else when you're trying to tell everyone that they have to go and get vaccinated. Yeah. It's like the vaccination thing to me has become so so incredibly overbearing especially when they talk about well i say that it's not as overbearing now because i just ignore it because people don't aren't just like people will share like corny shit on facebook like i'm not getting the vaccine it's like okay don't yeah like i'm not getting it i'm not getting it i just got mine and i got a tattoo of of uh, aoc on my titty yeah (laughs) taking the vaccine but then but that's another reason what goes back to all that shit i was saying earlier about how i feel like i'm in a different uh like i've like discovered a whole different subculture because really dude so many people are just go out and they got it and they never thought again about it yeah they're like i'm not and and that's the majority and that's the majority it's just that it's the same thing like like, the majority of people who don't want to burn down fucking uh you know don't want to burn down fucking uh federal buildings and they also have no problem with gay people you know, it's like it's like the, yeah. uh, I'm using those two different examples of just like, like where did that come from? No, were, it's just it's there like, were gay people that were burned in those buildings, Alex. They were okay. not people who like they they didn't give a damn about the presidency. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I didn't care when when it was time to vote. I just wanted to get my you know just get out of the. It would be nice to get out of the pandemic. Yeah. But either way, I just put my mask on when I go in and get food, and it's not a big deal. And it's not a big deal to do this. It's not. Most people don't care. It's like, but say you've got. Take a sip. It's okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. Did you just pass out? <laughs> no, I was going to say, you've got 60% of the population who just doesn't give a fuck. And they're just like, but hey, I'm just living shame, my life. But it, it all goes back to this point that we made, I think, several times before, which is that's not what is impressive. That's not entertaining. No. It's not cool to look at that. You want everybody to think that everybody is tripping balls off of whatever side that they're supposed to be caping for. Like, nobody, the majority of us ain't weird like that. <laughs> like we just aren't. The majority of us are not emotionally disturbed like that. Maybe they can use the excuse of the pandemic making people a little bit on more on edge and more anxious or something like that. All right, I can see that. Because it's like, it, it goes back to the, the airline thing. Like, when it first started out, the problem was, was that this, one of the first ones I saw was that this lady was, uh, she had a mask on. And then the woman came over to her and then told her to, cook, to put the mask on when she was eating. But you gave yeah. her food to eat. Like, you can't, you, you can't just think that the woman's going to put the mask off for a second to eat something. You see what I'm saying? But like, to me, if you would just have a hard line stance on something instead of trying to pussyfoot around, you know, either, hey, guys, sorry, we won't have food on the airlines today because we know y'all going to act like babies about it. Or everybody has to be vaccinated or everybody has to wear a mask because you people are not mentally mature enough to have an understanding of nuance. Yeah. To have an understanding of context. Like, or you're too interested in just fucking showing off for your. your yes. Your, yeah. For your side. Yeah. That is exactly what it is, too. You have people come in there strutting like, yeah, boy, I'm going to show them. I'm yeah. gonna show them what it's all about. I ain't, like, put, bro, I ain't putting on my goddamn mask on this yeah. plane. Yeah, it's like, bro, you ain't, you, you're no. not fighting the good fight. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you're not doing anything for anybody except drawing this out. Yeah, I ain't oh, fucking, bro. I'm not a communist. Yeah, like what? Man, like what is it? Look up the definition. <laughs> well, you know, at this point, I feel like there's so many other things going on in the country that you could point at for as communism. Just put on the fucking mask when you get off the plane. Go complain about yeah, something like, else. Yeah, like, there's please, way just, more things that you could say. Go that. home, watch Fox or watch oh, the OIA, OAN channel, which is a, a very funny, interesting thing just happened about them. Um, apparently, they just found out not that long ago, but OAN, which is like supposedly way more far right than Fox, they have been uh, funded by people who are over CNN. Yeah, and supposedly a few people in MSNBC, and I said to myself, "The stuff is out in people's faces, not." It's yes. like if you don't understand it by now, I don't know what to tell you. Like anybody who is sitting around getting upset about any political regime probably doesn't have an understanding that when when these anchors go home, they probably all sit down and drink wine with each other. Rachel Maddow probably goes and chills with Chris Tucker, whatever the hell that dude's name is. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Chris Tucker. Tucker, <laughs> wouldn't that be true? Yo, but he goes to like Tucker Carlson. They they all probably hang out afterwards and probably laugh at people and think, ha ha, stupid Americans always so easily to be, you know, wrapped up. Yeah. But see, and, and, but like I said, the whole issue is that I don't think the majority of people are like that though, bro. Like I really don't, but it's like when you're on social media or you're on certain social media feeds, and everything's just politicized, you really do start to think that it's like that. Yeah. I will say this, though, because I agree with you, but I think there used to be a lot less. Like There used to be a a lot less of the population talking about Was there just less exposure? I I mean, I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, I think social media uh, catering in the era of us being able to speak our minds. Because, all right, like, like I say, I say... Everyone cares. Everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I say it's, it's one of those things where it's like, 
back in the day, people used to have debate teams. Like they used to be a thing they used to do with schools. Not all school, of course. You know, fuck high school ain't gonna afford that shit. But like, you know, they used to have that as a means for people to talk their differences over. You know, just talk about different stuff, whatever the hell the subject used to be. And that whole theme of of people just having a regular conversation, a civilized conversation, with sometimes a polarizing topic. It's something that this country does not know how to do anymore. But not only that, but I mean, we kind of been socially engineered not to. Reality TV, people just think that it's cool to pop off for no damn reason, so on and so forth. And that's how the majority, I would say, of like normal folks, you know, no offense to normal people, whether, you know, people who just kind of like just casuals. Yeah, I guess what the internet would call normies or whatever, you know, people just jump on trains and shit. Like nothing against them, but that group of that group of people who I guess you can, I guess what would be you ever seen that movie Lucas? Mm, I don't think so. All right, well, damn. You remember like back in the day, you used to have movies from like the eighties and the nineties where like the whole thing was. You had the cool kids who were just kind of stupid but attractive and they kind of got by because their parents had money and this and that and the third and it kind of made them crappy people. Uh, yeah. And then you kind of had like the non cool kids and yada yada and you know it's the opposite of that. Yeah. I think the world is still kind of, yeah, you kind of see what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bro, I listen to Nirvana, bro, and I cut myself and I'm sad. They probably, probably were more likely to listen to Alice in Chains, but. Them, I guess I was not there, but right. but yeah, I think I think what it is is that you would have people who are there's that kind of division where it's like people who are introverted or people who actually try to think about stuff versus people who don't. There's always a, a middle ground, right? But see, there are some people who just kind of just go along with everything, and yeah. they don't like the they don't like to know that they don't like to feel stupid. Even though they may not, and they may be incredibly intelligent, but more so intelligent just when it comes to like social means and social mediocrity or whatever. You know, you can be smart in a, in a lot of different ways, but right. I think what it comes down to is that that specific group of people are now trying to get involved with stuff that they would have never, that in all honesty, they probably don't care about, but it just, it's the thing to do. And see, that's the problem. Politics should never be just something to do. It's not supposed to be, you know, for, for everyone to talk about and screw around with like it's a damn tabloid. Right. That's the problem. Politics is like tabloid rags now. You know, people for real pulling, the media is pulling like real stuff, real political um, issues from, from Twitter now or from Facebook. And they're talking no. about it. And see, a, lot of their, a lot of their talking like points that. are shit that's from Twitter. Yeah. Like once you open up something that should actually be seriously debated about or have some nuance with, once you just open it up for everybody and tell people, hey, spew your bull crap all over it and act like a fool when you do it, you, you know, you're kind of starting to, you're giving it to the wrong groups of folks. And it's like, I'm not trying to like divide. What I'm saying is that not everybody is there for an actual discussion. Some people are just there just for attention. Yeah. Some people are just there just because they want to be heard because they feel insecure about whatever. Yeah. And some people just want everyone. Some people just want the world to burn. No, but it's like some people just want to inflict more chaos. I mean, obviously people up above the higher rankings, but I'm just saying like some people like a lot of people just want to cause chaos in other people's lives. 
just because they don't know how to process their own shit. Yeah, they, and it's yeah. like now yeah. that is at a peak. Even and people are using politics, you know, as a piece of as an outlet for that. There are our, our social like, our social politics as an outlet for that. Like it could be like yeah. the biggest community you've ever been a part of was the community that was you know super pro black trans you know fucking pro COVID, you know, like all this, this, uh, uh, you know, criminal justice, all that piled into one. You've never been a part of a community as big as this. So guess what? You're going to go hard as fuck for them. There's no fan base. Well, it's, it's also because people get taught the wrong things. Like when, when it comes to like the, the far left thing, it seems good, you know, uh, cause I've even, you know, oh, your, your buddy Joe Rogan used to talk about this crap, but the liberals used to seem to be the logical ones because the right or the far right were always the ones being seen as kind of like being redneck and crazy and racist. Right. Like for the many, for the many of the years, they were the ones who used to cancel everything. They were the ones who used to be like, yeah, you play video games and this and that and third. Now they're literally the same group. The conversation, this is something something I've been saying aloud for uh, about a year now is like, the same demographic of people who would always, and probably still would say this, uh, they used to say things like Christians are so judgmental. Like, I feel like if I walk into a church, they're just going to all stare at me and be like, ah, you're weird. And it's like, do just all this like thing that you say about Christians. And it's like, the shoe is on the other foot now. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, and, and something I guess religion themselves. Yeah. Well, they're, they're punching down now. Yeah. Their, their religion, their religion is the non-religion. Right or or I guess the TikTok religion or the religion of, of social justice, whatever they, they, they call it, it may the, be. They call it people. They don't. The people who are active in this, you know, uh, what we're referring to, the furthest wokeism or whatever. I was about to say, like I, you hear right wingers or people who are, I guess, more moderate. I don't want to just say immediately say right wingers, but they refer to it as wokeism. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not necessarily just trying to put power to words. I don't know if they want to be referred to as that. And that, I mean, Wokeism. <laughs> and for the sake of fair playing ground, I would hate to insult people who would be like, "It's not wokeism; it's social justiceism." <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Like, if you if you get mad about that, then you're probably the person that we're talking about. Because yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the point. It's like if you can't take that's one they choose across the board. No one can really take any form of criticism without feeling like hurt, and right. I mean like deeply hurt. And, but that's kind of the problem is like, this is, that, that's a religious thing. You know, that is the same thing that like hardcore Christians would do. Like you said, you, something. don't talk about my God. Yeah. You it's know? like, no, no, no. We're not talking about your God. We're talking about how you like to use your God as a means to spread your own bull crap. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. You get out of here. <laughs> using, you're using your, your religion to project your whatever on yeah. everyone else. But, but, but that's, but like, I was saying that like the, the division between it, like that, that, that prototype, that, that perfect, I mean, that person, that stereotype of like the, the cool idiot versus like the dumb or like the, the non cool introvert person or whatever else. Like those people, you remember, you ever seen that movie 21 Jump Street? Yes. The remake. You remember that part in it when like the dudes go to school and he says a, a gay slur and the dude's like, Hey man, that's not cool anymore. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. And, like he, he's kind of seeing that like high school is no longer, 
the cool kids that that that, that stereotype is yeah. no longer that thing anymore. It, the jock see, isn't cool. Yeah, but the asshole still is this. Right. You know what I'm saying? That 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 person who you can't take that out of someone's personality. You know, some people are just like that. Some people are just jerks. But see, they I'm pretty sure they know now that that sort of prototype or that sort of stereotype is no longer allowed. You know, that's not cool anymore to be like abrasive and aggressive and yeah. uh, an a-hole jerk or a mean girl. Yes, or nothing I think like they, that. they were all like <laughs> vegans and like they cared about yeah. the planet. Yeah, they, they switched up. Like they became hipsters or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but yeah, but it, so, so those types of people found a way to use politics to hide. You know what I'm saying? Like they've hidden that they've used social justice and whatever else to, to kind of like hide their crap behind. Like that's how I kind of feel about it. How weird is that though? Like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like I probably, mean, probably both or neither. When you think about, when you think about the fact that, okay, say that is in your movie. And then, I mean, obviously those kind of references have been made in pop culture as society has probably. changed, right? You know what I'm saying? Like whether it be kids shows, TV shows, blah, 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 everything, you know, things get implemented. Like it's, there's plenty, Keeble's big move. There's plenty of TV shows on that, on that, on TV now where there's like gay characters or like vegans or they, Oh, you're doing more organics, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like did that become because people individually thought it was cool or because it started getting put into our subcultures and into culture well, well, I think what it is is that I guess we're going off into this, but it's uh at some point those people ended up getting a lot of journalist jobs, and I remember there was a point in time where people used to overuse the word pretentious. You know, they would say this is pretentious, or saying that I like this band before other people like this band is pretentious, so on and so forth. Yeah, but after a while, people their old, their those old stuff people, was better. Yeah, those people got those jobs. And they started like taking over the internet, BuzzFeed, this and that, and essentially taking over internet culture, or at least mainstream internet culture. And then they were write stuff saying the word pretentious is pretentious. You shouldn't use it because it's insulting to people. You know what I'm saying? It's like essentially they came out and they started covering their asses. Yeah. That's what happened. You know, so it wasn't cool to make fun of that character anymore, even yeah. though that character was still very much a, a you know, a, a self-absorbed person, you couldn't talk about that sort of stereotype anymore because, hey, you know, it's, it's not right. right. So that's what happened. I think it just like they kind of found a way to bleed into the mainstream and kind of protect themselves while using social justice as a means to kind of make it seem like they're not that person. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like there, there was one I was watching. Um, it was one show I was watching the other day where. This woman, she walked into this room and she was like overweight and she was asking this girl at, at, a, at a desk to, you know, help her get some clothes or something. She says, hey, do you have anything in my size? And the girl tells her, I'm sorry, but we do not believe in like uh, sizes here. Like the body is whatever you uh, want it to be. And like you should be more appreciative of that or some kind of crap. Sure. And the woman was just like, what the hell? You know, I just I just asked for a shirt. I'm clearly, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little overweight, but I'm okay with that. I just want a different shirt. Yeah. See, you're going to try to use the body positivity movement against me, a person who actually is fat. Yeah. You know, and be, I'm just trying to live my life. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, how, how are you going to switch it up on me when you yourself don't have the same issues that I have? But see, that's, and, and, and like how they looked at the woman was like, you fat cow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So essentially, it's just like they're using things 
that were originally supposed to help these, you know, marginalized groups or these minority groups against them. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like, it's essentially like a a sabotage, like from the inside, you know, let's make this group look as dumb as hell. But I posted something the other day and I said, I said, give it another three or four months and you're going to have all, all of the uh, SJW white kids like standing around the, uh, I bet, I think I might have actually said, well, I was like Antifa kids. All the wannabe Antifa kids are going to be surrounding the hood with machine guns, telling all the black people that they need to get vaccinated with cops protecting them. (laughs) Like it's going to go all the way back around to where the police are so like everybody who's down with the cause, whatever the cause may be, is going to be cops already. There's still people who are still cops or people who are going to do whatever the fuck they're told. And it's like, well, they do need to get vaccinated. And in all the big cities, there's a massive, huge numbers of black people that are not vaccinated. And all these kids that get online and start talking shit about people for not getting vaccinated were just last year. The ones who were like, look, we have got to literally cut off our own white testicles and provide them for black people. Like I'm being dramatic, but I'm just saying like, yeah, but. That's what, but see, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like they use minorities as a shield. Yeah. Like there was this, there was this thing that happened years ago. Uh, and see, this, it's been, it, things have been politically divided literally pretty much uh, across every facet of right. a Western culture. <clears throat> like in video games, it was a thing called Gamergate. 2014, 2015, that's what kind of started that. I was about to say, and, they say Gamergate started all this shit. In, in the, in the <laughs> sense of the internet, but college campuses were doing the whole rape culture thing. So that's kind of where like that thing kind of popped up on. Right. And, um, I guess everything else kind of spawned from Gamergate because of like just, just through there in that period, because those same people who were writing articles were using it as an, you know, as a means to, I would even say like bully nerds to a certain extent, which is like I said, which is funny. It's like, like I said, that would be that specific type of old, old jock person or whatever now they just have a job that comes across as nerdy but now you can pick on the nerds because hey they're incels now yeah they just you know they say that that's like shooters. the meme wars like they refer to this age of like like early reddit and 4chan was when like all these people were like during gamergate like that's when people started to like producing memes that like told like pieces of news and like ir- the irony that was like based off of like insulting people like as in like yeah. early culture war stuff before people actually started just getting vo- verbally like abusive on twitter to each other and shit yeah well because i mean well memes have already i told you like there was a line from metal gear solid 2 that talked about memes and it literally talked about the age that we're living in right now which is sad but it's memes of literally it's, it's just it's just co- pieces of culture kind of i guess like put inside of a small box Without context. Yeah. That's it. So anybody can kind of like put whatever meaning that they want to put to it. You know, if you want to put like a little tagline under it and have it for the left or for the right, like do what you want with it. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it happened and it happened in gaming and it happens in comics and those comics gates. That was the next thing. And it kind of happened in, uh, like I said, the media picked up on a lot of this stuff. And then, um, after the, the, the weird dude, the, Incel shooter, that guy from like 2014, 15, after he made that stuff about women don't like me, so I'm going to kill them. I forgot his name, Elliot something. But once that crap happened, the whole femin, the third wave feminism thing picked up. Yeah. 
And so it's like there are just certain little things that all kind of happen around the same time, 2014, 2015, in which sparked off these new waves of, uh, I guess, like progressivism. And to a certain extent, it was good. But then I can kind of see as time went on, some people have used it for bad. But sure. That's just how it is. It's like, it's, it's, it's a strangeness to it because people, I, people just cannot stay in the middle about anything or people can't be cordial about stuff. It always has to be extreme. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but see, but that's because it's entertaining. Yeah, exactly. It's what sells. <laughs> like so, I mean, but like I think earlier, what, it leads, it leads. I think one of these you were, I know that was supposed to be one of the talking points tonight was the Chappelle situation. Yeah. 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 We Go have- ahead. <laughs> fly it off. Yeah. Say it. Whatever you had. Yeah. I, I don't really know how much I actually have to say. I just, have you seen it yet? Yeah. Okay. So it, uh, it's not so it's not so, it's not like the worst thing in the world. Mind you, I'm not trans, so I could see where maybe trans people would probably be pretty perturbed by it. Just go to TikTok and say that you're like two spirited trans animal or something like that. And it yeah, you wait, you'll do it. Wait, what? Just just say that you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no one's like, say it to me. Tell me. <laughs> no, but it's like that's that's more or less just a thing that just seems like people are doing now. Like uh, I'll see videos where people will pull up, I guess Gen Z or people or even our age who will come on and they'll be like, "I am a fifteen spirited demon witch fairy monkey person." And it's like, what is like- trans spy thing? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, either you're trolling and trying to insult people who really are, you know, trans or whatever, or you're just looking for attention. Cause it seems like it switches up on the daily. Like they'll have people who make videos about my gender changes every hour. And I said to myself, that's an insult to somebody that's gay who feels like it's not a choice. And that's an insult to somebody who might be transgender. And they're like, Hey, yeah. look, for my entire life, I felt like I should have been a boy or I felt like I should have been a girl. And it's like, and now I'm to make that decision. And that's that. But, but you see where I'm coming from when I talk about like there being a sabotage. You see Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like the, the that's, best, the that's best exactly way, how I feel about the best way to rip apart the rip apart a group is to go inside that hole and then just have like people make make people think that that side is as crazy as hell. So much so that the the pendulum swings in the whole opposite direction. Yeah, and and the people who were there in the first place, they're like still trying to defend their you know movement or whatever yeah. it is, and then they're like, look at this, like this shit has been fucked by the by the people who wanted to be you know child molesters or whatever. Like we were talking yeah. earlier, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like, it it's like damn, like it's like you you're f- kind of fucking up the the like yeah. we're. We're not really asking for that much, but you guys all, I'm not still talking about the child molester guys, but to your point about <laughs> sabotage. We're not really asking for much, man. We just, <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about the, that fucking George yes. Floyd shit. Like not George, the, not George Floyd the, the, himself, but I'm talking about like the protests and stuff they had. After. I mean, like, like from that position, see what happens is, Hey, there was a, I think you've been talked about this before. There was a movie that called Gook that talked about that. Like the differences. Yeah. It's a, it was a movie about like a, it, yes, you know, I think it's like, a, that's an Asian slur or something, but it was a movie about these Asian dudes who grew up in, uh, in South Central LA 
like during the first um one of the first big riots or like at least the ones after the Rodney King issues. Yeah. And they were just people who ran a store. But see all the black people around were just pissed off. Like and it doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes, but sometimes it I ain't gonna say it does, but to me it never made sense to tear up your own community. But see, yeah. it's funny. It's funny when like during this whole George Floyd thing, you know, the word protest was basically synonymous with black people. And you would see yeah. if you would actually like watch the videos. That's how they were selling it too. Yeah. They were like, yeah. it's time. It's it's the fucking uh you know, civil oh, rights. Damn. Yeah, yeah. all these damn protesters, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, go ahead and say what you really want to say. You know, it's not protesters, it's nigger. <laughs> oh god, like this, yeah, like that's. I didn't say it, guys. Well, you know what's crazy though is that they said like they did all kinds of like you know like uh like figuring shit out analytics and stuff. They said there was a lot like a lot of the country. Unfortunately, we do live in Mississippi, and people here don't give a fuck about nothing. And I mean, overall, um, but I'm just saying either way, a lot of people were behind the cause for that. Like, hey, we do need justice reform. We do need like, like, uh, you know, I don't know if you'd call that justice reform, but we need like a reform. We don't need want to, nobody wants to see any more videos of cops just being yeah. cunts to people. And it's yeah. like even because it was cool because I mean, like even London did like actual good walkouts and actual like good protests and stuff. But see, it's like, and we it's, did, it's, we did too. Yeah. But we have a tendency of taking it too far. Yeah, because I mean, it, there was a video. I don't know if you, people probably don't remember this. You see, this is another issue, like the American public, the short-term memory. Yeah, like people really do at like this is brand. You know, someone will say this is brand new, or our group is this has never happened before. It's like, homie, every twenty, even less than twenty years, something pops off. Yeah. Or, or, or there's a new trend or something that everybody jumps on. It's literally the same recycled crap. But um, I think I'd explain it. But what happens like during the the first real one, the first really, really bad protest, there was this dude in this whole black, like blacked out outfit. I'm not too sure if he was Antifa or not, but some people were claiming that the guy was actually like one of the cops. Yes, the and, that, damn, and, uh, and that probably happened a lot. But it's, this is what I was going to say earlier about you know how you were talking about how it's like it's it's sabotage. That's that's how I felt about all those fucking white kids that were going out and starting shit in every big city after it got yeah. dark. Yeah, and, that, and that's pretty much what I'm trying to say. It's like it, they may not have all been white kids, but it, it's the theme of. There were people who were trying to take something that was supposed to be a political move to show, you know, uh, I guess everybody being on one foot, you know, everybody being in step with each other. And they were like, no, we're going to use this, to, you know, the Joker, you know, we're yeah. going to use this to bring in chaos yeah. and crap. Yeah, of course. You know? And then you have people, idiots just going and well, I say idiots, but opportunists, people going and stealing shit. They had to close up the bridges in Chicago to keep people from coming into the city to steal shit because they yeah. were they were planning like taking trucks and driving into window, the storefronts and just yeah. stealing a bunch of shit because because they knew they could. And it was one of those things. It's like, wow, I hope, you know, but in the same breath as, and I've talked shit about all of this, but I'm just in playing devil's advocate to my own theories, I guess. I think to myself, it's like, well, America, you made this. You made it to where these, as soon as, as soon as shit goes into chaos, these people are like, let's go load up in the truck and go steal some shit ourselves. Like, why the fuck not? I want some new designer shoes. Oh, they'll be fine. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we have create ourselves. We have created this, 
this country that only thing that really yeah, fucking I mean, matters to us that, that's is the dark just, side of capitalism. Exactly. It be it's in our blood. Yeah, and see on top of that, kinda of like like you have to remember the Wild West was a lawless place, bro. We didn't really start getting to the back when it was the prohibition era, like people have heroes from that time. Bonnie and Clyde. Be people those people considered to be heroes. Like anytime mafia crime syndicates and stuff like that, people like them. But it's like I mean, and I hate to even go off into like, because I'm guess I'm going to sound woke a little bit, but when it comes to black crime, it's like, bro, we just thugs and hoodlums. That's it. We're never just trying to, you know, have a good come up or something. Recently, they started making movies trying to, I guess, paint us in some sort of like heroic, legendary form or whatever, like power and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, no, it's always being considered like a, a, a thing to look up to almost, you know, weirdly I mean, enough. America has, America has an obsession with crime. And even serial killers. Yeah. It's, so it's strange how, how they how they kind of like play stuff apart. But I'm pretty sure the second most streamed podcast or downloaded podcast on the internet is about uh murders. Oh yeah, people love talking about like Ted Bundy and crap, like mystery murders. Yeah, like yeah. shit like that. That is a that is a genre in of itself now. But yeah, I mean, just it, there there really isn't no excuse for, it, especially when it doesn't make sense. Like if I, if I am going to loot or steal something, I'm I'm taking money. Yeah. Like, well, I'm taking, like, I'm not going to take just random objects that I can, you know, unless I'm hungry or something like that and I need to get some food or something. But other than that, bro, I'm not, like, you ain't going to catch me out there doing that because at the end of the day, it, it's going to be used, it's going to be used against blacks or whatever group is out there doing it at some point. That's yeah. what always happens. Yeah, yeah that, see, that motherfucking like, that motherfucking Joe Biden man, he's been able to do so much shit, and now they're starting to call him out in the fucking uh, talking to his press secretary every day. The black community will, or you know, a, a black reporter will be in there asking this woman questions, just railing her ass because of like, hey, so we don't really feel like, or you know, the such and such organization says that he's you know not exactly you know up to speed with what his promises were for this and this regarding you know justice reform or. You know, something to do regarding the black community. And she's like, you know, we, you know, he does want everyone to know that that's the top priority and it is a must do. It's not something that man, that man came out with a whole thing about Asians. Dude. And I was like, what? Dude. And like, it, it was people, it was people in there. I was seeing videos about the people in the Asian community who are in hip hop community and stuff like that. And yeah. he was like, I, this dude said, I don't get it. He had said, I understand that there's like a disparity, you know, the the stereotype of an Asian nerd or of uh I guess the there was a word they tried to use for I guess the the model citizen yeah. essentially that Asians were supposed to be like the model minority or something because oh they're quiet and they just kind of do they kind of assimilate with with the white people or whatever I said yeah that kind of sucks but you know I mean come on history is history <laughs> yeah no shit it's like I'm not I'm not trying like real talk I understand like there was a lot of crap that happened with Asians back with the railroad and, and everything else and then with the internment camps and stuff like that so it's wild but I did think it was a little bit weird especially when they started showing videos of black people beating up on Asians I was like hold up you can't you can't turn around and try to make us be you know like uh be villainized in one second and then try to make us victims but that is literally how we've always kind of been painted yeah. It's either, it's either we are the victims of like slavery and everything else, or we are the victimizers. Yeah. That's it. Like it is the strangest thing. That's why I tell people not to even like pay attention to media when it comes to us. But 
I think that's, I think that how they did us is kind of what they're trying to do to every other little minority group now. No, they, it, this is the thing. I, I, I keep telling people, like, look, like people got to be careful. Sti- we are still letting a old white man teach us about inclusivity. It's not like it's like what are you what are we talking about? It's like how why is it that Joe Biden, who has on record done more racist shit than Donald Trump did? I'm not saying this just to defend Donald Trump. Fuck him, but I'm just <laughs> saying we said that Donald Trump. Or everyone else has said that Donald Trump was the epitome of a white supremacist based off of the fact of he just encourages – for some reason he inspires people to be assholes. And it's like I – mean, he, he does, but yeah, at the same time, it's like when he was just – when he was just a rich a-hole, America loved him. And that was – to keep it a stack with you, I told you, I honestly think that he was just supposed to be like Americans rebranding of Reagan. Yeah, I think that's what he was supposed to be. And at that time, I told you, America made big bucks. The corporations made big bucks with Reagan. That's kind of where we got to the position that we're in right now in this country. But he was supposed to be that. So Trump kind of like he he did embolden certain people to make them feel as though there is a divide. And that is OK that I feel like there's a divide. And if I hate whoever the hell I hate, well, then I should be okay to do that because that other side sucks anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he did that. But, yeah, like before that, he was just a rich old dude who was just, you know, a, a celebrity. Like that was it. But Biden was a politician. He's implemented yeah. stuff. You know, we'll never forget the Clint, the fact that Clinton, you know, Hillary Clinton called us super predators. Yeah, like 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 we in the hood with super, <laughs> we and our, super villains in the projects. Yeah, like <laughs> like black folks is out there. Like I guess with superpowers and robbing people and stuff. Dude, Bill Clinton was in the hospital the other day. Yeah, yeah, he had a, some kind of he was like septic or something in his fucking urinary tract infection or some shit like that. Well, I'm pretty sure he'll he got some money. He made yeah, it. he's, he's fun. I was like, no, he's probably got an STD. But I mean, this <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> He went back out there to have seen him. But, but yeah, but I mean, it's, it's this thing where like, uh, I was watching something on, um, the take and it's kind of, they, they be on some progressive stuff sometimes, but sometimes they make pretty good points. And they were talking about how, like the whole idea of a white, I guess, of, um, the, the divide between white people. Yeah. See, I think that's, that's something else a lot of people didn't notice until recently, but there is definitely one. And see, they only think it's a divide between like, you know, progressive yuppies or something like that in, in the North and, and the Southern dumbasses. But that crap started in the South. Yeah. It was rich Southern white people who had money who were like, we want to keep our slaves and we want to keep our power. And I mean, have you ever seen Gone with the Wind? I've never that seen movie, that movie. I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but that movie actually shows you like that divide of a white person who has power versus a white person who doesn't have power. Right. And so even that, like even that now, that is kind of another thing, but like they've always done that across every racial line, every group. And it's like that one group that feels marginalized, even though I kind of feel like some of them don't really like everybody has a right to complain about anything. Right. But it's kind of like you getting pissed off because a black person says something slightly mean to you or because somebody made a racial joke, and it's never been a racial joke made against you before. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, man, I feel I feel discriminated against. It's like, bro, black people have been having 
jokes thrown at them for many years. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, you're going to die in the movie first. Ali, all right, whatever. It's, it's like yeah, some people. It's like, you know, what's crazy to me is like, uh, you, you, people get upset. They're like, you know, oh man, that's fucked up. They called me a, a name that was derogatory to how I identify. It's like, okay, well, they used yeah. to fucking, fucking hang us. So. Yeah, but it's the thing is, like, I don't want to do the whole comparison. Yeah, it's right. like, I don't want to do the whole comparison and contrasts. I mean, like, wrong is wrong, right is right. But it's weird when people just don't have the tendency to see like the differences, you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. how in the hell are you going to get that upset about somebody just maybe joking with you about something when in all honesty, they're not trying to be rude or they are trying to be rude and just a troll because yeah. I get it. You it's like, I don't say you're white. Yeah. If you're a white dude now, you probably feel like the whole entire world is on your back and everybody hates you for like five years now. I was about to say, it's definitely not uh the time but in the same breath i mean it's still is (laughs) you know what i mean honestly i i I, the way that i would like for it to all like pan out is like everything calms down but we all do actually somehow have a mutual respect for each other when it comes to like like, the guy who who gets the job i don't know i I don't know dude like i just yeah it's it's, that's that's kind of like the point of it is that everybody it's mainly a thing of just trying to take poor people or like middle class people and have them fight against each other about stupid stuff. Yeah. That's really what it is. Like yeah. race was used as a means to divide poor. Like right. it exists, of course. And of it's, course, it's there's, a, there's like historical reverence for it, but, but I think it's just a tool you know, in the toolbox when it comes to like yeah. to agitate the people and to, you know, how you were saying, uh, like manufacturing society more or less, like how to, yeah. It's like, oh, well, let's just do this. It's like. <sighs> well, I mean, all right, like, I see, trying, trying to get back to the Chappelle thing. Like, when, when he made, all right, when he makes all these things on Netflix, right, he's been doing, um, I guess, maybe for like five years or so, and I think his contract just went up. Yeah. I think I've seen every last one of those uh, shows that he did. Yeah, he in the did recent like six one, things, and this was his last one. Yeah. And the recent one, though, The Closer, which I thought was actually, like, probably one of the funnier ones. Um he goes off into, you know, just cancel culture. And, and see, I even hate the, the, the sucky thing is that even saying a term now can be used just like a damn dog whistle. You know, cancel culture, I guess, is a word that the right uses, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, listen, bro, it, whatever. It's a term. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that I'm on any damn side. It's literally just a term. And it was a term that wasn't even had that originality to it. Like you can look up this stuff and a lot of it actually comes from different groups, like different minority. It was usually cancel was in an old fucking soul song. Uh, stay woke. You remember that? Stay woke. With that, that song. Yeah. Childish Gambino. Yeah. Like that has nothing to do with what it eventually became, but yeah. But anyway, so he talks about, he picks on everybody. Yeah, like black people, white people. I mean, if you've seen the Chappelle show, I think you, yeah, you have. Yeah, I mean, like he, most he, kids, he does a pretty good job. Out, we all watch that. We quoted that. He does a pretty good job, and a lot of his stand-ups are just kind of, you know, anybody can get it. <laughs> like he shits on yeah, everybody but, whenever. But I mean, it's. But one of the problems I think with, with uh, I guess how people take what he's saying now is something that you know, him and a lot of comedians had to go through now, which is you can't say nothing, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like saying anything against a specific group. And I mean, like anything, 
yeah. at all has the tendency to become like it's an issue. It seems like it's become more like, it like backfires. Which which uh, group is going to? You, you have to actually deal with backlash from groups now, as opposed to not having to back in the day. And it's like the thing is with yeah. the LGBT community is they have such a large body of people that are are, are actually vocal. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's like, I mean, some people probably be bothered by all kinds of stuff, but they just don't say nothing back in the day. And it's like, but now yeah. it, with, with the tool of social media at their disposal and the ability to people will use as a steroid sometimes, I'm not necessarily saying that people who are disgruntled by it shouldn't feel disgruntled because I really don't know how to entirely, I would take that. But in the same breath, I'm not, I personally do not get that upset about anything. So Maybe that's just because oh. I have white privilege or whatever it may be, but like, there's nothing that somebody, a celebrity, could say you're, on you're television. In the middle class. <laughs> what? You're in the middle class, bro. I mean, like, you you may not get shot before me or something. No, I think that may be where your privilege stops. Like, you are in the middle class or lower middle class, so I wouldn't say that you have like white privilege. Well, I was, just, I was just thinking, bro. I think like when it comes to like money, that. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, definitely. I would, I would definitely say I'm a low. I've been a lower class citizen the entirety of my life. If we're talking about income, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up in a lower class yeah, family, and at the end of the year, and I'm not yeah, saying that my family yeah, not didn't have any class. I guess, but you get what I'm saying. For all intents and purposes, yeah. we're definitely lower class. But it didn't feel like it though. As I'm saying, it's 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 like I've told you. We talked about this before. But it's like when you're around a bunch of when you're around one of the literally poorest states in the country, I you don't feel that poor. About, I never cared. <laughs> you just kind of. I cared yeah. more way when I be closer to. Now that yeah. I'm an adult, I care more about being poor because I just want to, you know, take care of myself and my family. But when I was a kid, I was just you couldn't have told me shit. <laughs> I mean, it was like, yeah. oh, this is great. I get to hang out with my friends every day. I mean, there's there's always. Yeah, there's always people who got it worse. Like that's that's kind of like like we ain't. I don't think we ever had to worry about like going hungry or nothing like that. Yeah, and maybe a few days on food in the kitchen. Sometimes you may have had like scrounge around or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I don't know. I think yeah, like we didn't we didn't grow up in a time when you were told to take offense to everything. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like, like I'm pretty sure when we were hanging out as kids, y'all more than likely said something left the right to me about me being black or something. And I was just probably like, well, this is the only kids in the neighborhood to hang out with. And I'll just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't get upset about it because it's like, at the end of the day, you know who you hang out with. You right. See what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, the people who hang out with are either races or sexes or whatever. They probably wouldn't hang out with you. Right. Exactly. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Or if they did, they would probably let you know 24 hours, you know, 24, 24, seven, that they don't like you because of, you know, this, that, and the third. And if you are hanging out with them, then just stop hanging out with them. Yeah. It's that simple. But we grew up in a time where I think with like emotions and the idea of emotions and the idea of like being offended by something that isn't concrete did not exist. Now it really does seem like you're supposed to be upset about stuff that you may not even should, that you may not should even be upset about. Right. It's like someone, I guarantee you've a lot made, of the people out here get made, mad. They're probably not even to believe, You've been made to believe that you should be angry about this. Yeah, because I guarantee the majority of people who get mad about it probably aren't even trans. 
the majority of people who are trying to stick up for any minority are probably not even a part of that minority. Like we said, with the BLM, with that white girl writing BLM on Starbucks and those black girls walking up to him being like, chill out. Yeah, like, like you're going to make this harder for us. You, you can do that and then walk away from this, but everybody's going to go on Fox and be like, these blacks are spraying BLM on Starbucks. Exactly, man. And it's just, it's a, which I mean, so it goes. <laughs> so, I mean, here we are. So, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, see what, did, how far the cultural you, revolution goes down the rabbit did hole. Did you see, uh, did you see, um, Chappelle's, um, latest thing i haven't i haven't finished the whole thing though Mm. but uh there is some interesting news i mean i heard i listened to a clip and i heard the explanation of the uh like the end of it yeah i mean how do you feel about that like his story about the the trans woman the trans woman was a comedian who was a a friend of his a good friend of his who she ended up taking her own life because a couple of whenever he made that first one, or I don't know, I think it was the first one. He when he came back to Netflix and people were like, "Oh shit!" He said something a transgender joke or LGBT joke, or I think it was like a joke or two where he said something. And yeah. that's what started this recent, you know, affair, if you will. And uh, and she defended him because she was like, "It's comedy, you know, whatever." She said something nice, like, "Like fuck it, what do y'all like? What is it y'all are so pissed off about?" And then she ended up killing herself because of the backlash she received and threats and just terrorized people terrorizing her from yeah. that community because she defended Dave Chappelle and she ended up killing herself. And I don't know that he just goes on to say, yeah, so fuck y'all like just because, but I think it's one, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, He's been fucking talking shit about like white people and black people for forever and it's been fine. And then it's like all of a sudden it's like he's talking about, you know, transgender people. And then one of his friends that loved him and he loved killed themselves because that community bullied that person into the group that was supposed to, then they were supposed to protect her. You know, this is supposed to be her tribe. And it kind of goes into what I was saying about how many of these people actually been trans. You know, how many of these people are just pretending to be trans or, or quote unquote allies who more than likely just want to pretend to be a part of this group just so they can cause this kind of crap. They may be on the far right for, you know, or maybe they're just that stupid and they think I need to fight two for nail for something that I don't even really know about, but I'm going to do it anyway because the people, the people berating her literally could have says to with the exception of a handful of people who have been, uh, you know, obviously, uh, manipulated the vast majority of these armies of people that could be bullying these people could be in a fucking warehouse in Russia. <laughs> I mean, it sounds crazy. And I'm, obviously that's not the case. That's not yeah. the case. But- I mean, Cambridge Analytica. I'm, there you go. I mean, and it's I the mean, same that, thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be like, you don't really know. That's what happens with the uh, anonymity of, of the internet. But yeah, I mean, his whole point about it, was he was he was just kind of trying to show that like listen y'all this whole thing has gotten out of hand to the point to where you're actually doing more damage you know what i'm saying like of course how is this helping anybody at this point because eventually and like i said it almost seems like it's go ahead 
oh, it, it, it's either hopeless or eventually the day is going to come where all these all these people that you decided to say that were just – these people don't matter. There's going to be so many more people that you have written off or that has been hurt by this wave of society that it's like there's not going to be enough of you in this community to even survive with this idea – not the LGBT, but I'm saying enough people in the community if these this wokeism, if you will – Unless that becomes the authoritarian fucking, you know, membership of the government that controls all of us, because literally (laughs) I I know it sounds crazy, but it's like if if you had the most top 10 most popular people that are active in that community and somehow they're the people who have to run the government now, like what happens then? Do you just kill off all the people who don't agree with like fucking abortions? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, well, you have to die. Are you going to the the fucking? Well, I mean, they bar? they can't because states run themselves. Like that's the other thing about this, right? Like people were thinking that once the Democrats got control of the House and and of uh, I, I guess the, the, the whatever the Senate or something, that once they got control of both, that they would be okay and that everything would kind of go to working order. And it's like, and they got it, but you still can't stop. <laughs> you still can't stop uh, certain things that you were claiming that you needed to stop in the first place, like uh, social reform and this and that and the third. Right. So it's just, they're just talking. They're yeah, just making like, a lot of talking points that aren't really doing anything. And at least half of the country is definitely not going to listen to the motherfucker who they don't like, which goes the other way around too. You, yeah. throw, you throw Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump back in the office in, in 2024, and the fucking blue states are going to do the same thing. So then you know what you have the option to do? You can do a peaceful divorce, the end of the United States, and then guess what happens? We start battling with each other for real, or we just get bought up by different countries. Well, see, the thing is, uh, I'm going to say this about this. Uh, I think the majority of people really ain't, I don't know, like, I'm going to fight you in the streets type shit. I mean, I don't like they aren't. either unless they have to be. Why would the only people who would have to be are the people who are just so gung ho? And and I feel about this like if I've said this before and it may come across like a little mess up or whatever, but just take these the people who are just lost causes because see some of them aren't. Some of them, some of them can you know eventually wake up like after 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 the whole after people saw that Trump wasn't gonna that Biden wasn't gonna rip his mask off and become Trump. And drive in on a dragon or something, whatever the hell Q and I made everybody think he was going to do. After they saw that he wasn't going to come back, a lot of them were just like, "All right, I was on some trip stuff." Yeah, I got going back to work. Yeah, I'm going back to work, and I'm going to kind of like you know maybe stay off of politics for a while. And see, for the people who do have that tendency to come back from it, they'll be okay. But other ones, they're just way too in deep. And for them, just put them on an island somewhere and let them fight or argue or debate against the other extreme group and just whatever. Because, because I honestly do not think that the majority of people are just on on that on that crap. Like I don't think people are willing to die on a hill over this stuff. Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't even apply to us. We're just we're just made to think that it does. I'm worried that I'm worried that people won't have the opportunity to decide not to. I think that I'm worried that the time is going to come eventually where people are going to have issues getting fuel into their state or getting certain types of food and shit into their state because I mean, to- you would think so with, with the shortages, right? Like we keep getting told online and I keep seeing pictures online about shortages. And, oh my God. Like every, 
this and that and the third. And it's just like, well, you know, this is going to be one of those situations where they've already, they've already did this with the, with the toilet tissue. Like to me, that was, if there's some social engineering going on, that was one of them directly. Tell everybody on the internet that there's no more tissue. There's plenty of tissue. And then the next thing you know, people start buying tissue. Yeah. Like, like, it was like, it it's like it was a test run for what's going on now. I mean, it happened with gas too. Remember? Dude. They had people like pumping gas into baskets with holes in them. That was the most ridiculous crap I ever saw. Have you, have you seen the videos of those container ships off the coast of California? No. Well, whenever you get done, we're going to wrap this podcast up in a minute. And when we get done, I want you to go type in container ships, uh, photos, container ships off of the coast of Los Angeles or container ships, LA. There's literally like 80 fucking contain massive ass container ships sitting off of the coast of LA because they can't get into the docks because they don't have enough people to come unload these fucking, uh, like, containers and when they have the people there to unload them they have nowhere to put them because there's not enough truck drivers in the country to deliver all this shit i mean well what do you think is in it? it's probably i guess offshore money it's just it's basically maybe gold what they're saying what they're saying is uh, and i was talking uh, on a previous episode i was like actually what's inside of there is the entire chinese army and they could have fucking swarmed the coast of california was, that day, what was it was the name of that movie red dawn or something yeah like some crazy, <laughs> i think i think the second red dawn they were chinese but the first one it was like the soviet union yeah leave freaking dead but uh, i mean I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't, re- no, I don't really <laughs> think that, but I was just, I saying. think it's money. I think that considering like the Pandora papers and stuff just came out. It's probably just a bunch of damn money. It's all goods. It's all things that pe- they just can't get it undone. People like whether it be the worker shortage or it be different things that they keeping people from driving vehicles or whatever it is. I think that the supply chain is fucked up on purpose, but I don't know why. Like, well, I mean, dude, uh, if, all right, if we, we're going to go off into it like that, if there is such a thing, if they're just, you know, let's say that they're queuing on corner right now, if they're okay. just holding stuff together just to piss people off. I like it better I mean, when we, I like it better when we say Alex Jones corner because I don't want to give, oh yeah, Alex. I don't, I, I'm okay with giving oh yeah, Jones a little power, but I don't want to give QAnon any power. <laughs> uh, we, we're going to Alex Jones corner, uh, bringing the gay frogs. All right. Go. So, so I mean, like going uh, with, with that idea, right? The idea of maybe they keep freaking out everybody and telling people online that there's shortages, not really being specific about what type of shortages, but just shortages. I was seeing this article the other day about pretty much everything having a shortage. Like literally I went down the whole article. I said, so was everything. So let me go out to the store real quick and see if it's everything. I saw everything in the store. I was like, okay, somebody's capping or somebody's trying to piss people off or whatever. But if the whole purpose of that. It's to hold all that stuff, hold all that food, hold all that gas in these containers and then have people freak out with each other. I mean, it may be another way to just forcibly make mark everything up. I mean, think about it. I I told one of my ideas is that this pandemic was going to be used as a means to usher in the new inflation. Yeah. And stuff has been going up like a mug. Like, I think that that actually happened. Like you're seeing a lot of things just go up, food, everything, clothes, everything is just kind of just randomly yes. been going up. So, I mean, if they want to tell people that there's a shortage and then it's a shortage for everything, this can be just them trying to implement another inflation and then yeah. tell people, well, this is just how it's going to have to go for a while, guys. 
I mean, but that's this is Alex Jones corner. This isn't. It's, I'm not too sure. But this see, is what's real crazy? What's crazy is like that's not that far of a stretch because like a lot of the stuff going on within politics right now, just the day to day bullshit is the fact that inflation has gone up and people are talking and people are talking about how like literally Joe Biden and I'm just saying him is because he is the president. It's not because of my dislike or disdain for him, but it's like ever since he has become in office, things have just gotten worse. Yeah. It's like, we thought that he, or I say we thought, I did not think this by the time he became president, but the, the only, the only thing that has not gotten worse is that people, it's like we don't have somebody, like I said, every week going up there saying something stupid, making us, I guess. He's, he's pushing. Not. Yeah. He's, he's not pushing, you know, some sort of like racial issue every single damn day or, you know, trying to get people to, he's not trolling. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only being, difference. He's not being a, a, a starky little prick. Yeah. But see the, the plan, which I'm pretty sure was going to happen regardless if he was in office or not, it's probably still going to play out. Like he's just not doing anything. I think, in, in my honest opinion, I think presidents are just mouthpieces. Yeah, they're just there. You know, the the Congress or whatever runs the country. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. Or the or the the, the deep state. Oh God, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> this, 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 this has been a great episode, bro. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think we both sounded crazy for the majority <laughs> of the time, but hey, you know. Hey, you know, you, you, we did. But it was good. I, I liked. I liked the, the conversation. Uh, I like when I get to have the conversations and uh, and just go, <laughs> like it just go, go on, so it works out. But, yeah, we got uh, deep on this one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. But I have to be up at six o'clock in the morning. So no, I actually have to be up at five in the morning. A little bit of disregard, handful of complaints, but I can't help the fact that everyone can see these scars. What I want you to want, what I want you to feel, but it's like no matter what I do, I can't convince you to just believe this is real. So let go, I'm watching you, turn your back like you always do, face away and pretend that I'm not, but I'll be here because you're all that I got. I can't Sometimes I don't make sense. I what you never want to say, but I've never had a doubt. It's like no matter what I do, I can't.